Are these bums your friends? There is just some misunderstanding. You don't understand. I'm her brother. When I tell you to leave her alone, leave her alone. Whatever you say. Just remember what I said if you don't want to get hurt. You don't scare me at all. Jane, I want to talk at to you all. later. Goodbye. morning and welcome to the worst picture cast this is Joey R and Grant Z today we're talking about Miami connection Grant worst picture cast what are we doing here well this is a, uh, a little bit of a departure from what we normally do we talk about um, you know best picture winners but um, you and I share a love of really really bad movies really bad movies <laughs> <laughs> and um, we always kind of wanted to do this we've been We've been talking about this for a while now. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we do like the sub-50 tournaments, and, you know, we've done two so far. And we know that the movies that we really, the bad movies that we really love have no chance in hell of winning these things. They're not even, they're so bad, they're not even eligible for it almost. It's, I, it's I mean, the bottom, it's, it's like the, it's like the low speed limit. You have to be between. It's the, yeah, it's the bottom <laughs> of the barrel, and these are like the other... Like we're talking about like the underground movies. I mean, movies that you you might have heard of in passing. But yeah, you're not... but, but you know these these like some of these movies are have been on like how did this get made? Mm -hmm. It's been on red letter media things like that. But these are not like theatrical movies. Right. You're not finding this on TBS on a Saturday afternoon. These are not no. on TV. A lot of these movies were self-funded or oddly funded when they were made they're just super b movies a lot of a lot of passion projects lot from passion. like people have no business making movies yeah but i think that's what makes it so these oh. movies so fun because there's so much passion behind them they're absurd but they're fun because someone cares a lot the the sincerity of these movies make it so much better Right. If someone went out there deliberately trying to make a cheesy movie, everyone would see right through it. And, and that's where you get a lot of those movies like Disaster Movie and those things that are like oh, made to be God. crappy movies where yeah. these movies are movies that these people put everything they had. Yeah. And you know what? And and it's, you know, in one of our categories we're gonna talk about what would this be if it had some money <laughs> and some professionals? But I think a lot of the time what we're gonna find is probably that the character gets lost. Yeah, I mean it's um, there's there's a charm to a lot of these movies and and how it's ineptly done. Right, and it's um, amazing, and I'm so happy we're doing this because, I mean, especially the past couple of years, we've really watched a lot of these movies together. We've watched a lot of our. We got our wives together, and we used to like, used to make it a thing. I was like on you know every other Friday. Yeah, you'd come to our house for dinner after we put our after yeah. me and my wife put our daughter down. And um, and we'd have dinner, and we'd watch a really shitty movie, maybe two. Yeah, sometimes, pieces, <laughs> sometimes the two. one lovely part about these movies is they are brief. <laughs> they are. <laughs> if, you, if you have anything more than ninety five minutes, that is, that's like uh, Gone with the Wind. Exactly, and you really feel it. So it's great. And for context, in the BPC world, um, 
These aren't going to be regulars. These are going to be spin-offs that are released sporadically. This is not interrupting anything to do with the BPC schedule right. because that is, of course, our priority. This is just a fun passion project we're throwing in the side because exactly. we want to catch the entire spectrum of movies. When we're talking about The Godfathers, I think there's also room to be talking about Miami Connection. Oh, sure. The Miami Connections, the Samurai Cops, what have you. It's um, There's... There's room for everybody at the table, right? There's exactly. a lot of there's a lot of films that can be discussed, and not all of them are amazing. I mean, some of the best picture movies that we do are, are bad. Exactly. So, but but these are actually like fun bad. Right. There's a big difference between I take myself very seriously and this is awful versus yeah. I forgot I have to write a plot. Like around the like uh, around the world in eighty days is bad, and like Chariots <laughs> of Fire is bad. Ooh. But they're not fun bad. No, they're... they're I'm never going to watch this again bad. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. But Miami Connection is a party. It's a blast. It's a lot, it's a lot of fun. Nobody gets mad at Miami Connection. But it, it is weird, like, when we, when we talk about this. Like, watching it by yourself is weird. It's de- there's it's, definitely there's, more... There's an atmosphere to it where when you watch it with a group, everybody's laughing. Make it, when you watch it together... It's, especially, it's more shameful. It's weird. Yeah, it, it's, it's funny. And I'm sitting there taking notes, and I'm like... I shouldn't feel taking shouldn't be taking notes for this, oh, but you know. have to. I but, have, yeah, I have. I mean, I have, my, these I are brief some... notes. I, I normally come to BPC with pages. This is just a few lines here and there. It's probably like six pages, but <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Joey! But um, you could take Joey out of PPC, <laughs> but you can't take the BPC out of Joey. Just who I am, unfortunately. But yeah, th- these are definitely, and we're gonna do a couple watch along. You know, not watch alongs, but we're gonna watch and record right after. Which yeah. hopefully we have coming soon. We're gonna have some BPC favorites on here. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna have, voices. Yeah, we're going to bring in um, you know regular guests on our show, and we're branching out to other other members of Film Twitter that we've been in contact with or, contact with over the years. Yeah. So we'll. Um, but that'll be down the line. We want to get a couple under our belt for us to see what we're actually doing here. Because <laughs> this we're this is all kind of like a lark. We right. don't know what's and going to happen. And we want we want to hype up what you know what these movies really are so everybody loves them and as we get into it and BPC fashion Grant what are you drinking? It's, it's now officially after the fall equinox I am all in now on fall all <laughs> things Halloween everything and uh, I have a Sam Adams Oktoberfest I usually don't drink Sam Adams but the fall and winter beers of Sam I really really like uh, so nice and I am you? the exact opposite I am refusing to let go, and I am drinking a Montauk Summer, and I'm very happy with it, and I don't, I don't like fall beers. That's a shame. I love fall I beers. Know. It's my favorite beer season. Yeah. Um, but also, before we really get into it, Grant, I need to point out your shirt. Okay. It's amazing. Thank you. It's, it's just well done, and it's teaser for the future. <laughs> Hopefully, a, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a staff shirt for a movie we'll be covering. and um, Yeah, it's a, um, it's a Camp Arawak shirt, and... If you know what that is, great. If not, you're just going to find out. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. And if I'm you... going to be an asshole about it. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. It's, well, um, it's fitting that it's Halloween's coming up. I literally just made this shirt, and I, I, it came today in the mail. Oh, really? It looks so, great. Yeah, thanks. It came up better than I expected. It's a cool design. Yeah. Yeah. So that's hopefully something, you know, uh, our tease will pay off. <laughs> so Miami Connection. I think the first time yeah. I watched it was with you. Same. At your house. Yeah. And... It was an amazing experience. It was great. I knew, I knew a good amount about it going in, and um, I've seen clips here and there. And I kind of heard that's like 
the best bad movie right. there is. And um, so I was really excited to see it. And I knew that my wife, your wife, and yourself were, were game for that kind of stuff. So I'm like, let's just go for it. Yeah. And it was every bit as baffling and beautiful as I expected it to be. It's, it's unbelievable because at no point are you ever grounded in what's going in. It's this choose-your-own-adventure almost of just yeah, figure it, doesn't, it out. It doesn't, make, it doesn't really make sense. I've, I've watched this... God, this is maybe the fifth time I've watched it, getting re- ready for this this uh, this episode, and I still really don't have a firm grasp of why things are happening the way they are. Same, um, fourth time for me, <laughs> and even I was still like, wait, it just doesn't make sense. It's like, wait, how is this band? How how is this how is this band go, like stopping this? How are they interfering with this drug dealing business? <laughs> Yeah, like, I understand. I understand Jeff having a personal vendetta, right? Uh, sort of, sort of. But sort he, of. He, doesn't, he doesn't like it that the guy's dating his sister. But, but he also didn't like the band in yeah. general. Then he found out his sister was dating. But them. then, like, then when he was meeting um, the the le- I can't think of his name. The the leader, leader, the ninja, the ninja guy, true um, leader. Yeah, the white ninja, who's really Jeff, um, <laughs> which is my favorite part. Wait, what? The, at the end, in the final fight, the head guy was yeah. already back in Korea, South Korea. So, in the white was actually Jeff. Oh, really? Yeah. And when we say white ninja, we mean the white... He wore a white gi. He wore a white ninja, uh, ninja yes. outfit. He was the leader ninja? Yeah. Um, Yashito. Yashito? Yes, okay. Yashito is the ultimate bad guy, who we only get in a few <laughs> scenes. But he, and, and ultimate bad guy, also co-wrote and co-funded this with our star... Y.K. Kim. Y.K. Kim, Mark. You know, before we get... We're getting a little hot on ourselves. Before we dive deeper, let's give our synopsis. Perfect. Um, so this is something that we're going to be doing here. We've tasked ourselves with writing a synopsis of this movie. They're going to be short. They're going to be short, <laughs> yeah. Very, very Like a sentence or two, nothing crazy. And we want to see exactly how the perception of this movie going in. So, uh, Joey, what is your synopsis? All right, my synopsis. Dragon Sound. Orphan Taekwondo black belt ninjas, who everyone hates, except for the one lady, go to college and on adventures together to make mid-Florida a better place. Friends forever, we'll be together, we're on top, because we play to win. It's very poetic. Thank you. Grant, what what is your synopsis? Um, A rock band made up of Taekwondo black belt college students who are in their 30s get thrown (laughs) into a world of violence, drugs, and rival bands when their Michael Phelps-looking bassist starts dating a gang leader's sister. But then also, the old band hates them because the old, they took because, her... because they took the job because the 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 band the the old band played movies, music for old people, and this and these guys played music for kids. I I don't know. Do they mean like kids like like twenty year old college students, or do they mean kids as in like you know as in like Baby Shark? Right. Like Just what? Very unclear. But I I think I want to go because I love your synopsis. But I think I really the casting is. Wild here. The casting is great, and this is this is kind of what we mean by this whole like. There's a sincerity to this movie. So YK Kim was a uh, a Taekwondo sensation in South Korea. Huge, like for youngest he, he ever. Was 13 years old when yeah. he got a belt, black belt. That's never been done in Korea, right? Uh, which is a tremendous feat. Yeah, impressive so, person. Yeah, extremely. 
And he goes to New York, then winds up down in Orlando. Just chains of Taekwondo studios yeah, across and, and the East just, Coast. Just completely just popping up Taekwondo studios like, like McDonald's. And he wanted to make this movie. And so basically, he casted randomly Taekwondo students that were that he's amassed over the years. Yeah, like so he, it's got to be a couple of thousand, right? Yeah, it's, but everyone in there was a student of his to some point. And yes. like, like Angelo also wrote music. So he wrote all the music that, for Dragon Sound. Like, yes, and, it, and he got lucky because one of the, one of the, taekwondo, one of the uh, taekwondo students, Angelo... Angelo. Tom in the movie for trying yeah, to keep he's up. He's the one that looks like 80s Rick Rude. Yes, just very skinny. Very skinny. You know, yeah, it wasn't roided out. Uh, but he plays guitar and he writes the music. And all and the music, you, well, I don't know about bad guys. I just, ta- does, Taekwondo and Friends, definitely. Friends and Against the Ninjas. And Against the Ninjas, yes. Uh, Against the Ninjas is my favorite song of the two. Friends Forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Basically, everyone you see in this movie are students of YK Kim. Yeah. So then YK Kim and Yoshito, they got, they decided, we're going to write this. They go, they put it together, they have an ending. Yoshito goes back to South Korea. The ending's bad. So now YK Kim takes the guy who plays Jeff, start reading books on movies. Oh my god. <laughs> and redo things because of how things changed. And completely changed it. They spent millions of dollars of their own money to get this into theaters. This, this movie almost bankrupted YK Kim. Yeah. After all the success he's had, this movie almost broke him. And then it devastates him. And then 30 well, years sure. later, the Alamo Movie House finds... Alamo Draft House, Alamo yeah. Alamo Draft House, sorry. Finds someone selling the 35 millimeter on eBay. Yeah. Randomly buys it. With, without con- knowing what it is. Yeah. yeah. Get in contact with YK Kim. He was still so heartbroken over this. He was just kind of like, do whatever with it. Yeah. And it turned into a phenomenon. Yeah, and now it's a thing. And they they do like conventions and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and it kind of breathe life into it. And it's it's really nice to see that he's he's embraced it for what it is. Yeah, which it, is nice. You can you can you can see somebody getting really really bitter and defeated and like closing closing themselves off to the world. I'm glad he has the wherewithal and like the sense of humor about it. Right. To you know, to embrace it and to like go on stage with with everyone wearing Dragon Sound cutoffs and it's, and and rock out over like a PA system. It's fantastic. So another thing we want to do is scene you'd recommend, right? Someone you talk to this movie, you talk about this movie to someone. What is the first scene you would recommend to them to get them to watch it, like to get the vibe of the movie? Right. What would you? Well, what would be yours? This was fucking hard. Really hard. Because there, there was a couple of scenes where I'm like, okay, this scene is great, but there's no, like, there's no Taekwondo in it. I'm like, I kind of want to have Taekwondo in it, but I ultimately, I have to go with Jim's monologue. Jim's monologue is, is what I would recommend. Okay. So after he gets mail and everybody thinks he has a secret inexplicably. Well, yeah, but when he, like, when he leaves his room. After the fight. After the, after the, after the, the, the street fight. He's gonna I'm go gonna take shower, a shower. Guys, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go shower, and uh, and then uh, the Michael Phelps guy, uh, John. Jeff. Oh, that's John. John. Right. Yeah, they all have Let's like go with Mark, have, John, Jack, Jim, and Tom are the orphan ninjas. They all have like super generic names. Yeah. It's almost like uh, an early Nintendo game. Yes. And like, and there's, it's made by Konami or some some like a Japanese. You know, almost all of them were Japanese, but like all the American names were just like Steve, Mike, right. Jeff. You know, it's exactly it's, it's exactly just generic one syllable. 
All right, so give some yeah. backstory okay. on this amazing monologue because so, that is a good scene. So he gets, so he gets this letter. I don't even know. We don't even know what the letter says. All we know is that they're oh, we have mail for you. What's the secret? They yeah. jump right to that. He's hiding something, he's which hi- is yeah. unbelievable. We also mm-hmm. don't know they're orphans yet. Right, and then yeah, because then that's just kind of dropped through ADR where where Mark says, "I thought we were all orphans." And then, like, yeah, but you still have a dad. Right, they're, they're still biological humans. <laughs> right. So, uh, so this guy Jim, who is um, who is African American, and his mother was Korean, and his father was a Black American. That he says. That's exactly what he says. He says Black American, and he had they had this kid, and then when his when his deployment was over in South Korea, he he bounced, and he never he never knew him. And then the mom got sick. And then the mom got sick and died, and he he tried to find his. His, his father and then he gets a, he gets a letter about it but we don't know we know he crumples it up but we don't know exactly what the letter says right and it's weird because he says oh I write the Department of Defense but like was this something the Department of Defense saying they can't help there's just nothing so, yeah was the Department of Defense being like Dude, we're in the middle of a fucking cold war. Right. Like, I don't. We don't have time for your parentage. Sorry, Jim. You sorry, have. Sorry, Jim. Sorry, Jim. You have a family. But why that monologue? Sorry. Why is that? If somebody just over the top it's, acting it's the, in air quotes, it's the acting. It's the score behind it. Okay. It's, but it's like he really fucking goes for it. He owns it. He really goes I for 100% it. Hundred percent agree with you. And it's like it's not good. And but he's like he's welling up and like his, his he has tears he has tears real yeah there's tears and like actors some actors can't do that no he has tears and his pants are open during his this pants whole thing. are his, his pants he's wearing tidy whiteies his jeans are unbuttoned unzipped <laughs> but they're still like hugging his hugging his hips I think it was the eighties so things were tight it was eighties things were tight legit complete like hundred percent unzipped like uh, odd now he was going to shower. Right, still odd. It's but still... like, if I was live, if if I were, if, if I live with a bunch of people, right? If I live with a bunch of friends, and I was going to go shower, I probably wouldn't do that. But, but unless I was like right across the hall. But they're family. They are all orphans. They are all orphans. <laughs> and as Mark tells us, but Jim, we family. <laughs> we're family. And then, yeah, everyone's like trying to like prod him, like, come on, tell us, tell us, come on, we're your friends, tell us, tell us. And it's just, it's really. It's it's terrible, but I really appreciate the attempt. There's an earnestness to there, it. There is. There's a. There's very much an earnestness to it. So that is my. That's what I would have people watch. Joey. So what about you? I had a lot of trouble too because I wanted. I was like, all right, I want something all encompassing. That was something I considered too for the same reasons. Yeah. But ultimately, what I decided on, where if I wanted to show someone just the wacky fun of this, the first Dragon Sound performance. So we're in the club. Okay. They're playing Friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the bad guys are there. and they're Jeff, just, Jeff isn't in there. Jeff is there and he's mad. So please, it's all oh, that band. And then, isn't that your sister up there? Oh, what, did she join the band? Oh, oh I don't so, know. So now you're setting up a ridiculous bad guy with real loose motives. <laughs> you're setting up this band. Just jealousy. Yeah, you're seeing YK Kim just clearly having no idea how to play guitar. Well, let's, let's talk. Yeah, you, fin- yeah. you finish your thing. And then we'll get to we'll, the band. We'll get to the performance. But... They they talk about Taekwondo in that scene. Like, they just hit everything in that three minutes where I was like, all right. It's absurd. It's so confusing. Because this is the first thing we see after. we see The movie this, this starts is... with a drug deal. Stopped by ninjas. Yes. Then we go to the opening sequence. 
Where, 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 the, where the guys are just riding motorcycles. Yeah, there's riding motorcycles. That's the bad it. guys that we see three more times. Just riding motorcycles. Yep. And yeah. then, we're at a Dragon Sound performance in this club. In, in well, well, Central Florida. In Central Florida. In, there's very little Miami in Miami connection. Yeah. All we, the, the ninjas, the true bad guys, are in Miami. Yes. So we're in Miami and twice. The drugs, this and the time. drugs came from Miami. Right. Okay, that's, so that's there's the three connection. Miami scenes. So that's the connection that the cocaine <laughs> is coming from. Because for a movie that they talk a lot about cocaine, because that's the bad guy's main movement. Yeah. We see cocaine once. In the very beginning. In the, and they, so they clearly just did not know how cocaine worked. I think they knew that cocaine was a thing in Miami. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they released in 88. So obviously... Cocaine and Miami at that point were pretty synonymous with each other. Yeah, and they I were feel. the only ones who had no idea what was going on with it. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Whitey Kim is really big in the coke game. No, he's he's not. <laughs> he, even his directing in that first scene when the guy's like stabbing the bag of cocaine, it would just been powder. Well, he, well, he didn't direct it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's yeah, he fair. didn't. He didn't. Uh, Wu Sang Park directed. Right. Um, but he doesn't know either how cocaine works. Apparently, it's a lot of no cocaine. Um, I don't. It's weird in the first scene how both like the leaders of the gangs both had like white fedoras on. Yeah, they did not. The outfits made that real difficult. Yeah. But that's a theme throughout the movie where it, it, you need to go back and be like, wait, that guy was who? Because they dress similar in all their differences. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a few guys that stand out, but this yes. movie, this movie, like Birdman, this movie requires a few watches to really understand it. <laughs> and that's this, that's why we're doing this for this the movie, Birdman this, Miami connection. This movie connection. is just like Interstellar, where you have to watch it a couple of times for it to really click. That's exactly what this is. It is a just a mind <laughs> fuck. But um, let's play. Let's, so so your so your your so your favorite scene. You're, you're recommending that's the scene, scene. I recommend. I'm not saying my favorite. My favorite no, no. scene is the final scene. The uh, the battle, the swamp, the swamp sword the, fight. So, okay, second to last. The hospital is the last, but yes, the swamp sword yeah, yeah. fight is my, and we'll get there. Okay, but this is this where I think if you just saw this three minutes of movie, you'd be willing to commit to a nine to ninety minutes of the whole thing. Oh, for sure. I think yeah, I I, I would hope so. If, like because I'm sure. Well, I know I know the whole "We Are All Orphans" clip is on YouTube, so like mm-hmm. we can send that to people and see yeah whether or not it's a good litmus test to see like. Within our, not even like film Twitter community, like within just the Best Picture cast community, how how well this is going to go over. It's going to be funny because I think there's, like I think Miami Connection is something people will, because it is so entertaining, but then I think there's other movies that will be harder sells. Those will, those will just have to be for us. Those are for us. And that's okay. We need a lot of these for us. Yeah, we're, we're doing this for us, not right. for them. This is, so. this is a selfish endeavor, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Um, I wanted to talk about bad movies, and goddamn it, we're going to do it. Right, and we're going to make it work. And yeah. we hope you like listening to bad movies talk, so we get to keep doing it. Yeah, hopefully. But All right. I think it's time to talk about the band Dragon Sound. First, the orphans. Yeah. So we have Mark, who's YK Kim. Yes. We have John, who's the tall guy. The tall bassist. Bassist. YK Kim's on rhythm guitar. Yep. We have Jack. He's the baby-looking guy and the drummer. Right. He's always, he always has very ro- rosy red cheeks for some reason. Probably yes. just super anxious. We have Jim. He's the black guy. Yes. And he's on keys. He's on keys. And we have Tom with the mullet. And he's the lead guitarist and, and singer. singer. And um, Jane. Jane. American girl name. Yeah, just so, yes. And then Jane is our non... Well, 
I guess she is technically an orphan too. Her parents are both dead. Yeah, but there were at what age? My my dad doesn't have his parents around. He's not an orphan. No, I don't know. <laughs> but her brother's taking care of her for college, so she's like orphan adjacent. So like I she guess. fits in with this band of misfits. I mean, she should be in her. Tw- she should be like twenty one, but she's probably like twenty eight. Probably, but yeah. the ages are all over the place. Like, thank God none of these people have IMDb's because they're all just Taekwondo students who went into like. I'm sure you know. They, like, just, did, they just did it once for, for if, probably they're having fun with it. And like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if this was like a if this became like a huge hit? Right. Like Jim is now. I saw. I was reading something that Jim is like a huge like IT tech salesman. Like okay. he probably has a lot of fun. Like when like young like younger people are like coming into this movie, they're like, "Is your dad a black American? Your mom Korean? <laughs> <laughs> Would your dad a black American who's actually younger than you? Way younger, just with gray well, sprayed in hair. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Um, Alright, yeah, so, sorry, so, the instruments aren't even plugged in. Not even a little bit. Not even, like, there's no, the only person that knows how to play is, is uh, Angelo. Yeah. And, so he's well. Tom. He's, yeah, Tom. And he's, he's wailing away, and he's. He's into he's it. He's fucking tearing it up. And John does a decent job simulating the bass. Yes. I, I, I believe, I know that he wasn't, but he, he looks as though he's competent. Which is a big theme through this movie that John looks more competent than most. John's pretty good in this. Yes, yeah, John's pretty good in this. All yeah. things considered, John's pretty good at this. Yeah, YK, Honestly, YK Kim is just basically just holding the guitar neck and like not even strumming any strings. I mean, he's just kind of dancing. Around. He just did, and against the ninja, one of my favorite things. He's even late because they do a fist pump when they scream Taekwon, Taekwon. Yeah. Yeah. He's off on that. Like they, yeah, editing couldn't even make that work because he was so awkward with the guitar. He, uh, yeah, he should just stick to Taekwondo at this point. He should. But Jack on the drums, classic eighties, just yeah, sound pad, the, the, weird the, drums. Yeah, the synth drums. Um, but you didn't, you barely saw him play, which I'm sure was important because I'm sure it would have been super. Expensive. I think I'm the sure drums are probably a lot harder to hide to simulate. Like if he was completely botching everything, I'm sure people would be like, "Oh, what the fuck, dude?" Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, because you have to look like you're on time, right? Like there, and there has to be like movement. Like if I was trying to fake the drums, there's not a person alive who would think I knew what I was right. doing. And then uh, Jim had the easiest job on the keys. And honestly... Because all he had to do was just stand there and rock back and forth. And no one saw his fingers. In Against the Ninja, he's just shirtless doing, like, practice taekwondo in the middle of the stage. Yeah, and, and Mark is grabbing his nose with his foot. <laughs> the fact that that has to happen twice in this movie is very upsetting. <laughs> At least in this Against you, the Ninja, it's fast. Serious question. Do you think this movie has influenced Quentin Tarantino at all? <laughs> it has specifically feet in it. with the foot. It thing. has feet in it. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you see Uma Thurman do that and like Kill Bill three. I'm sure. Yeah, to <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, Uma, you gotta come just grab my face with your foot. He's gonna boop her, boop yeah. him. I'm sure. I'm, that's just how he gets him. Yeah. All right, Margo, you want to? <laughs> yeah. You, you want, want this part? If you want another role? <laughs> you gotta steal. You, you got to steal my. You got your nose from when you were a kid. You got to do that to me with your foot. You got to crush my nose with your foot. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, and that's why this is Quentin Tarantino's favorite bad movie. It has to be. But yeah, I mean, this is. <laughs> I mean, this is one awards for best bad movies. Sure. Yeah, I mean, and that's all conjecture. We have no idea what. No. I would love. To, I would love to get his take on it. I would love to see if Quentin Tarantino's actually seen this movie. He's seen everything. There's no way this hasn't come across his world. That's fair. 
And like Alamo Draft House too. Like I feel like Alamo Draft House is like a big deal. If they if they vouch for it, I'm sure he's seen it. I'm sure he's just God, I would love but to the talk guy to him about it. you know, he's made you know, he when you some of the movies he's made like he definitely pays Well the old like you know, uh Death Proof and stuff like that exactly. was very so but yeah, that's more like an homage to like exploitation movies though. It's right. a little bit different. Yeah, and that's older. Sure. Yeah. It was exploitation movies, but it's all just wild. Um and then they're in college. Them in college is a very funny thing. You were in college. I was in college. Did yeah. you ever just walk into an active classroom, start making funny faces, and then just rip someone out? Because that's not something I did in college. I mean, I probably did that a few times. Okay. No, no uh, I, I, have, I have not done that. But it's UCF. It is UCF. I don't know. I don't know. Miami. I, yeah. What? Miami. It's not By Miami. way of my... I know. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> University of Miami, UCF campus. Um... So yeah, and then and then they they finished their the school finished fourth place in the programming thing and and that's a big deal everyone we never talk about programming again but they take an entire scene to make that point like talk about things just not paying off for no reason it would be cool if like Jane had to use her skills to hack in to somewhere to find, to find out where Tom was when they kidnapped him or something yeah. You know, or or find out where the bad guy's hideout was. Something. Something like that, but... Why did we need that... We see her making a circle. Right. Which, like, we did in, like, third grade. Right. Yeah. The p- program champions of 1988, but, like... Just... They weren't even champions. They, they didn't even get a bronze. <laughs> That's true. They, they were runners, behind, runners, runners. They finished runners. behind... I didn't see who finished from first. We only saw two, three, I four. Saw, I saw... It was Rice. Rice, R, uh, RPI. Mm-hmm. And then... UCF. And then UCF. So now, John... And Jane leave, and out of nowhere, John, I've never seen your family. I've never know, don't know anything about your family. Tell me about your family. Yeah, yeah. Super natural it, conversation. Yeah, this felt like a. <laughs> I don't know. Call me suspicious. I feel like there's just an exposition dump. Just a little bit of exposition. Yeah. And then Jane explains that she hates her brother, even though he's the only family she has and supports her entire life. But she still hates him. But even though he hangs out with some shady people. And but she's coming to meet him anyway. Now you've met people. Yeah, I've met people. Have you ever brought seven carloads of people to a random place? Listen, if I were a cocaine dealer in Central Florida, I'd bring everybody everywhere. But wouldn't you want to be? If you're a cocaine dealer, though, wouldn't you want to be a little subtle and not stand out with guys? I mean, because this oh, was sure. this was the '80s, so this isn't today, and I get that. So people, but people are hanging out of the cars. People are sitting back with like bats. Yeah, it's they're it's, dressed it, like my, they're dressed like the bad guys from Michael Jackson music videos. Yeah, this this whole this whole movie felt like Double Dragon mm-hmm. to me. Honestly, that's probably where they got the outfits from. Like the guys just walking around with, like bats and crowbars and just and cut off jean jackets. And he just has to punch and kick everybody. Then they punch Jeff. Jeff punches John, which is hysterical. He's John's a big guy. John is a big guy, and Jeff does he get knocked down or he, does... he goes down? But like. It was knocked out or anything. For for not being prepared to take a punch. Yeah. He handled it well. Sure. Jeff, fantastic beard. Great beard. Like what a beard. Great beard, great hair. Great hair. Yeah. If you know, I don't think he could see over the driving steering wheel of a car. He's a little guy. Little guy. Great fucking beard. But that 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 also does explain his um his rage. A lot of rage. A lot of rage. A little Napoleonic complex. A lot of cocaine. Cocaine in short, I think, is a bad combo. Sometimes it's a bad combo. Um, but I. And then this is where we really see the the, the bond because the rest of Dragon Town comes come running in over, and, and Mark and Mark breaks it up, and, um, and Mark he says, "You don't scare me at all. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye." Well, you've heard you you guys uh, you listeners have heard this clip in the introduction. This is uh, the clip that we use for the uh, our, our introduction clip. So 
uh, you know how well acted it is. It's 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 a performance, and <laughs> it, it's definitely a performance. A lot of choices were made. Um, <laughs> while while we're here, just talking about Dragon Sound, there was something I noticed about the Dragon Sound crew where Mark stood out in one very particular way. Did you catch it? Where Mark stood out? Yeah, one thing that the rest of the guys did, all of them did at some point throughout the movie, except for him. No. Mark was the only guy who always had a shirt on. Oh, interesting. Really weird. The rest yeah. of them made these very dramatic, like even Jack for some reason. Yeah. And like the beat scene, but like Mark was driving, like he always had. He always was. Yeah. I want. I. Why do you think that is? Because that's a choice. He made that choice for some reason. I don't know. Is that like a? The guy's ripped, so it's not vanity. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's it's maybe this is like a. Uh, a cultural thing where he doesn't feel comfortable. That's fair. Doing that, maybe it's uh, maybe he's ashamed of his nipples. They're like sa- they're like saucers. Maybe he has like <laughs> either really small or really big nipples. So it's either that or the cultural thing. <laughs> either, take your pick. I hope it's nipples. I, mean, I see. This is this is something right because because uh, I'm sure yeah because I'm sure he's. Very, very much in shape. Right. Because this is something that I really overthought. Okay, I, it didn't occur to me. Because I was, I, was, I was trying to think, like, how he was trying to, as, like, the creator of this world, has he was trying to separate his character within yeah. the band. And was he trying to make it some, some sort of statement that he always was shirted? Now, I'm not saying this statement landed, yeah. but I was just trying to think, like, in his head. But because this is the thing. Because he's the leader. He's the leader. And... He's the driver for 90% of it. Yeah. He's always the he just walks around in fighting gloves, like so like it's him being in a tank. Even during like the battles where John has just like an epic blood pouring all over him shirtless scene, like I don't know. But then I think like well, yeah, I, well John John makes it a point to tear his shirt off. Yeah. And then and it's slow motion. Yeah, and then YK Kim is there with with a with a t shirt on and a vest over and it. And a vest. He's doubled up. Yeah, I think this is one of those things. I'm sure there was some sort of thought, and it probably has to do with nipple length. So, so you think he has like long nipples? You think he has like golf tees? Or like 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 uh like coffee, like dinner plates? Okay, well that's very well, different things. Yeah, that's we're not yeah. talking about we're not, if we're talking dinner plate nipples. We're not talking about long nipples. They could be both. We're saying nipples a lot for Wait. a Miami Connection episode. But yeah, so anyway, let's get back to these the fights. I'm just sorry for derailing us, but and and and, and let me let me just let me just say that um, we we us us here at, at Worst Picture Cast celebrate body positivity. Hey, yeah, and your nipples are fine just the way they are. Yeah, just own it. Yeah. So we get to the next like the, the big fight where the the old band follows them out of the club. Yeah. The old band, who is clearly way older, which is why they play older music, so that's fine. Sure. So they follow them. One guy follows them, and the rest surround them because there's no one else on the street in Central Florida at this time. Well, they, I mean, like realistically, they probably film this at like four in the morning. Right, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, if they're leaving a club, that a lot it's of other probably people... like midnight, and it should be it should be packed. Right, but whatever. So they, this was an example of where having just no expertise goes wrong because they, they they start the fight and it's in and they do a pretty good job on the close fights where it's either mostly YK Mark or John doing the fighting against the bad guys. Right. But then they do these far away pull away shots that are so far away and they're so off center you can't see anything. Yeah, I think what I think what you chalk that up to is that like they're filming this without permits 
and they just and they just have to run, get the shot, and leave. Yeah, it's, it's like I feel like it's it's just it's guerrilla movie movie making. Okay, I like that because even when the, because then you know the dragon sound dudes they they kind of kick some ass and then they run away. Yeah. So as they're running away, even they run opposite of where the camera setup would allow you to think they're going. There was one, yeah, there was one where they run past the camera. They run to that the camera. That was the second shot. It. That was yeah. after the second because then they run, then they do like a second setup. Because Mark stops and cart beating guys up. And then they run past the camera. Okay. But yeah, you're probably right about the permit issue. Yeah, I, I think I think they just filmed something really quick before okay. they get caught. Can't be mad at that. That probably makes sense yeah. because you know these forty-year-olds fighting. I mean, at one point, real cops were called because they thought this was a brawl. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not surprised right. by that. I'm surprised it only happened once. Yeah. And then this goes right into Rant's recommended scene because they come back from this they fight. They come back from the fight. Jim wants to take a shower, and then they find the first shower. The first first shower. Yeah, Jim says, "I'm gonna take the shower. I'm gonna take the first shower, dudes." Oh, the first. Oh, he's gonna take the shower first. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know what? Though I feel like that's a big deal. Like, because there's five of them, right? So, yeah. like, you don't want to be the last one taking the shower. There. You definitely don't. You want to be first. Like, your water pressure is going to be a little bit lower. It's cold. Hot water. Especially yes, it's, at this point, by the time you get... Now, because they ran a good ways from... So, now they have to get all the way back to their car. They played a bit. They're probably all gross. They're sweaty. So, you want first shower. Definitely need it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I hope there was more than one shower in this house. There's five. Oh, it's definitely a one bedroom. I mean, definitely like one bathroom, <sighs> one full bath. That's it. You're that's pro- that, I mean, it's yeah. That's all you're getting. Yeah, it's not a big house. That's fair. I mean, they, they have two hundred and sixty dollars between them at the end to get Jim a suit, so money's tight. <laughs> money's tight. This, this, this band gig is this band gig is playing for all of their colleges and all of their living at the same time. Thank God, Mark's uncle owns a pizza place. Was this, <laughs> we're, was it, we're jumping ahead, but yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. We can jump yeah. ahead. It's um, that was Mark's uncle. That's his uncle. Did not know that. Yeah, okay. I got that on the third watch. <laughs> I never understood the loyalty to this place, and then they go into. Mark's I thought I thought he was just because he was like a, a, a Taekwondo bro. Well, that they um, the wonderful soliloquy about what Taekwondo is. The, the Mr. Miyagi completely lifted lifted from Karate Kid, and just so absurdly heavy handed. Then, well, then they did that. Then that's when they showed like them doing Taekwondo on the stage and like yeah, inspirational speech by YK Kim. So you don't like it, that's what like you went from an action movie to like a recruitment video. Yeah, big recruitment video, which was really funny. Yeah, because it was just so painfully unnecessary. Even, even their random Taekwondo training of Mark, John, and Jack. Uh, like behind, like behind, like the uh, athletics building or right. whatever. Just really let Mark fuck them up. Yeah, I mean they're going through the motions. They were just kind of. Practicing, he wanted to say, but it does pay off at the yes, end. Yes, there is a payoff here. That was going to be my point. There bringing is, this up, there's there, a wonderful. Payoff. There is a there is a payoff. There is that is rare in these kinds of movies yeah. where something. And it's a good payoff that actually matters to the story they've created. Yeah, and that's rare. It that never it, happens. It never happens. It's there was some, something is something is built up. You have a little little nugget. You're like, okay, well, that's weird. Why the hell they're doing that? And then in the climax of the film, it is yeah. used. And, you know, like you said earlier, um, how much fun these movies are to watch together. One of the reasons these are fun to watch together is because the things that get set up don't get paid off. Fun yelling about those together. Oh, yeah. The fact that this pays off is just unbelievable. It was such a great moment. Yeah. It, when, when, it actually, when it actually happens, and I guess we'll just talk about it, right? Yeah, because, mean, like... It, we're going to spoil things, folks. <laughs> yeah, just, like, watch the movie if you haven't yet, dummy. Right. Uh, Hit pause. Go watch it. It's, <laughs> it's on Pluto it's, for free. Or Tubi. 
Oh, it's on two v two. Yeah, it's. Pluto sucks. Pluto sucks. Sucks. It's gonna freeze on you once or twice, but the movie's only an hour and a half. I still, so I still haven't finished, so I'm like it hot because because Pluto, Pluto sucks. Pluto sucks. Pluto sucks. Pluto reset my entire cable box twice trying to watch this. Yeah, we'll go watch it on Tubi, please. Um, yeah, fuck Pluto. Fuck Pluto. Fuck Pluto. It's not even a planet anymore. But this is in this scene where um, Mark is practicing his Taekwondo moves, kind of using John and Jack as dummies, basically. Yeah. There's a move at the end where Mark is walking away and. John has a knife, and he goes to stab Mark in the back, and Mark counters and stabs. Now, it doesn't really stab John. But he, it's a fake knife. He, yeah, he, he motions to stab John with the knife. And the same shit happens when uh, with the big bad mm-hmm. at the end of the, uh, the final fight. Yeah, and it pays off. And, and it pays how, off. And That's it, how we know Mark can stop this so, without looking. It's so rare. It's so sick. I mean, to, so he, he kills the big bad with a... Tool we know he already has in his arsenal. I mean, come on. It, it's it's very. It's, this is. It's like Kurosawa. It's. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> yes, it's exactly. It's like exactly Kurosawa. like a Kurosawa film. But no, but it's it's but, but it's like we said before. It, it's one of the rare times where like something is set up and paid off. Yeah. It, it's very rare. As we're talking, so and we're talking good. Can we talk about what is one of the worst things about this movie? The beach scene? That's bad. Uh, the street harassment? Yeah, it's not the, age well. I, I imagine that there was no consent for these close-ups of these women's asses. No, probably not. And like, in there, shots. They're, they're, getting there, they're getting there. And just the, I mean, Tom just flexing and just, just walks go, up to face-to-face with a woman and just give, kiss me. Give me a kiss, give me a kiss. Yeah, I guess back in the 80s I was charming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I guess I, it must have, it must have been. I mean, this is problematic for sure. Yeah, and it just you know, and these are these are the good guys. Like if this was right. Jeff's crew, <laughs> right? If it was if it was if it was like the uh, the long haired guy, yeah, with the Confederate hat, right? Yeah. Or the Shawn Michaels looking guy. That might be all I'm talking about. Maybe he he jumps around. He's very fidgety. He does yeah, all the, the, the cocaine. Meth, the meth head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he's on meth. And then yeah, he's on cocaine. Fine. But, like, if, the, if it was those guys, it would be fitting. Like, oh, these guys suck. No, those guys are at the gym working out while yeah. the good guys are harassing women in public. You're a long ways from the beach. Right. This is a drive. In Orlando. You're, you're a, at least an hour from mm-hmm. the beach, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what you do with your time. <laughs> you splash around. You, you, you make it unwanted advances just rat to these strangers and then you get your ass kicked yeah it's just come on and guys and then you and you and you sit down with your girlfriend on, on where the where the ocean breaks on like those lounge chairs and you make out very awkwardly really awkwardly and then just the camera got like in there and it's really bad kissing really bad kissing John is good at taekwondo yes not good at kissing well the Jane and Tom yes. were dating in real yes. life yes so Jeff had a John. Sorry, had to buy all the beer. They sent they sent John out. They sent uh, yeah. They sent Angelo. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, out to get the beer. During out to these, get the like, beer. And when he was going on beer runs, that's when they filmed like the kissing scenes. <laughs> and poor Angelo. Yeah, Angelo. I mean, Angelo's the he's he's the dragon sounder that gets kidnapped. Like yeah. he doesn't have he writes catchy songs, but. He also gets cucked in real life and the movie. Not a great look for him. Not surprised he didn't go into full-time acting. I hope he went into 
I hope he, I assume he works at a you know music studio somewhere. I hope for his sake. I, have, I don't know. Let's see. I'm gonna, I'm I could not find what he's he, doing. He I, couldn't find I Angelo Giannotti. No, I found Jeff and Jim. A little diversity. Yeah. Name one of them, Alex. Right. Just get like the most boring. Or you know what? If you're gonna go like stand, go like all just biblical with them. So or like classic, not just like the generic. I don't know how they use placeholder names. Yeah, I mean, and and they're just like they're they're these are Nintendo. These are Nintendo names. Right. Exactly. All right. So the bad guy band goes meets up with the coke dealing bad guys at their bad guy lair. Right. And at, they, at the gym. The bad guy lair is a gym. Yeah. It's yeah. a gym. It's a very dark lit gym. That's how you know they're bad. Yeah. And they make probably the worst deal in the history it's of the world. It's a horrible deal. So the bad guy band who are only mad at Dragon Sound because they lost their job. So they lost their income. They go to Jeff and the bad guys. Band, band's job is all hell. Bandaged up, still bleeding. That the blood the guy, never the goes guy's, away. The guy's head wound has been bleeding for like Days. a week. Like yeah. he's he's in Real trouble. Long. He's in trouble. Yeah, he has a hematoma, which probably makes sense why he made such a bad deal. <laughs> he goes, "You get rid of Dragon Sound, so we can get our job back, and we'll give you all the money." So instead of just going to another bar and getting a paying gig, he's now going to go back to the place that does not want him, and then give all his money to the bad guy. Yeah, and like what his whole thing is like. You take care of this band. We'll join you. We'll join you. Like, dude, you can't. You can't beat up anybody. You had thirty would... guys. You got your asses kicked by five unsuspecting guys who just played a show and were probably we're, pretty tired. Yeah, you are an ineffectual fighter. The, my favorite thing about the evil guy band, the head guy. Do you know what he does in real life? No. Federal prosecutor. No kidding. Yeah. Good for him. And he just <laughs> at the time that's what he was doing. Oh, at the time. At the time he's. He took. He was taking Taekwondo classes, you know, to get oh in shape. Oh my god, that's so and, funny! I mean, he looks like, you know, he's he's burly, he's big, he's he's like he he looks he looks like fat strong. Yeah, he's definitely that fat strong. Yeah, but a lot of the the bad guys, except for Jeff and the ninjas, I'm not talking about them. They were in shape. A lot of Jeff's crew was either fat strong or really skinny, fat, like wiry or wiry. Yeah. Like they're not. They had no, you know, every good crew. Like, bad guy crew needs that one just, like, seven-foot-tall shredded guy that you bring in just to fuck yeah, shit up. Who the, mean, ba- who the good guy has to... Because, really, these guys beating... Now, it was good with the quantity of numbers. It was impressive. It, but, it, was, it, was, it was a numbers game more right. than a quality game. But, like, game. physically, yeah. John was a few inches taller than everybody. Uh, yeah. Like he was John, ripped. Like John, yeah. Again, Jeff, Jeff was... You know, he's short, but he looked like he could fuck you up. He looked strong. Yeah, so, like... Jeff I'm looked not strong. Talking, and the ninjas were all, and like, you know, Yoshito, they were all legit. I'm not giving, going at them. Oh, of course, yeah. It's you're, you're, talking, you're talking about the, the bad, bad guy, Jeff's crew, and the evil band. Yeah. Just not intimidating, which maybe YK but, Kim was like, this is why we need a hundred of you. Because, you know, in one of the fights, John beats up a guy who, you know, it'd be sad if it was one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> and then John would be the bad guy. And like I said in my synopsis, everybody hates these guys. Maybe that's why they just beat the shit out of people. Yeah, uh, John. Yeah, John is real tall. He's kind of like he's skinny ripped. Yeah, but he's got big arms. Yeah, he's almost like like an athletic tight end kind of yep. build. Yeah, right. Absolutely. He's a little bit skinnier than that. But right. Like he's. But if, if he if, bulked if, up, if he that's put, where if he put on like twenty pounds, yeah. he would look. He would. He would kind of like a Jimmy Graham. Yeah, he's really physique. long arms, but that like coordinated long arms, like. Yeah. Well, well, like I, I said he looked like Michael Phelps. Yeah, actually, looks, that's probably right too. Because he's kind of. He's not, I wouldn't call him lanky, but like. He's he's tall and he's he's thin. He's he's got length. Yeah. <laughs> <What> the, 
Yeah, but you know, all these all these guys, they but they all have like these random weapons. Right, there's much, just no much consistency. Like dunk, much like Double Dragon, yeah, like I, Honestly, I, the fact the dra- Double Dragon is yeah, that that's the model of it, hundred yeah. percent. Because it's it's pipes, chains, bats. Well, when we get to the fight to the free uh, Tom, they have like sticks. Right, I don't even know like what they were originally. If they were like made as weapons, I don't know. I was having trouble figuring that too. I'll be completely honest. I don't know. I mean, look, I would not want to get hit with one. No, I'll tell you that much. But so there's before the end, we're gonna we're gonna I think we leave the end fight as a separate thing, but I think we could talk about the two big fights as kind okay. of one. There's the first the, joining of the two bad guys when they leave the note on the car. The train station fight. At the train station. Yeah. Or the train their train yard. The, the train right. station. When only Mark John, Yeah, that's something that bothers me about the movie. Is Where are like, the other two? You never have like the you never you only have the full crew like once. Right. But like you know they're going, you know what the fight is. So as they're driving up, they're in their fighting gloves. They're you know, Jack looks like he's you know, gonna shit himself, but Mark and John are ready. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, this is smart. You get Tom and Jim there early, so like surprise. Right, and that is them. just not what happened. They just no, couldn't Tom and Jim They're not the fighters of the group. No, Jim is a sensitive one. Yeah. And Tom is the Tom is the musician. Jack is just kind of like the lackey. Yeah, but he's like he, he holds his own in this fight. He does. So this fight comes and then the cops come, and Jeff gets everybody away, which I love the rallying of. And I do like that, you know, he's the head bad guy in this, you know, because the Miami bad guy's not there. Right. So he's, I like that he didn't get involved in this fight, that he was just observing everything. Okay. I like that, because it builds up so when he does get involved, it becomes more meaningful. Sure. Do you think they purposely did that? <sighs> no. I don't know if they. I don't like okay. the most of the things that that are good that worked out. I think are just complete coincidences. Like happy coincidences. I think the only thing that they planned and worked out was the uh, was the was the knife counter. Yeah. Okay, um, I think that's fair. I, I think maybe Jeff like he wasn't available that day. Is that somebody they, they only, just did they the close up like, shots. Really did like coverage, yeah. and okay. uh, or like he was sick or something like that. Um, maybe it was. Maybe I'm wrong, but. I don't know. It's not. It's not like we talk about this on Best Picture cast, where like you have guys that have a good body of work, right? And you're like, okay, well, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they tried to do this. Maybe uh, uh, YK Kim and Wu Sang Park have no okay. leadway with this to me. I can't. I can't get. I can't get. Be, I can get behind you there. Okay. Um, and then the next fight. So they kidnap Tom. They kidnap Tom. Uh, the only time Tom drives the car. The only time he drives, he gets kidnapped. Yeah. They beat him up. They throw him in the evil den, which Jane knows she's there but doesn't see him. Yeah, she asks where Tom was. Right, and they're like, she's not here. And then they're just absolutely disgustingly hitting on her. You're, yeah, that's your boss's sister, oh, man. Right. You're, you're very clearly, and everybody knows how jealous this guy is. And they're just... Yeah, this is very much like a uh, like a Scarface thing, where like Tony Montana like kind of was into his sister. Like, I feel like there's a little bit of that happening. And I like this a lot better than Scarface. Oh, I do too. Scarface sucks. Yeah. Scar- Scarface. Talk about a cult movie gone wrong. Yeah, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's, well, that, that's, that's for another day. Yeah, Scarface sucks. Um, that's, that's the take. Wait, wait, anyway. want, yeah, talk about <laughs> Miami movies about drug dealing. <laughs> Miami Connection is a better... It's a better movie. It's a better movie. It's a better movie. But, You've and heard then, it here first. Then they essentially crucify him. They just don't commit to the arms. They tie him to a, a, a pole or whatever. Like, like up up in like the a, water tower or right. whatever it was. Like this, this, the third row of this like 
structure. Yeah, yeah, it was it was some some factory. But at least now the whole crew is there to get Tom. Jim's here to fight. Jim's here to jump out of a barrel and hit somebody with a prosthetic leg. Jim's the worst fighter in the history of movies. Oh, he's not a good fighter. He's definitely like he's definitely a white belt in Taekwondo. He's just Jim is clearly though a very likable person. Yeah. Like I, I he like, seems fine. Yeah, like I feel like Jim's a good guy. Like I feel like they're like, all right, Jim doesn't really belong here, but he's a but good dude. He's, he's the he's the sweet boy, right? Jim is Jim is the sweet. He's boy the innocent has, guy. He's that the innocent. has that has the uh, whole father connection. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So what I liked about this fight, the the kidnap fight, was that it took place at night because the first brawl in the middle of the day, I understood it's because they probably couldn't afford lights and couldn't yeah. figure out how to. But that brawl needs to take place at night. I kind of like that it was during the day. Yeah? Yeah. It, it's um, it's nice. Subversion of expectations. Yeah, I mean, well, because, like, the first fight was at night, right? The very first one between the drug right, dealers. The streets. The street, and then they had the, the, the fight against the band, and, and, there, and that was at night, too. That was at night. It was, it was nice to have a, okay. little, a little, uh, little break. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So they, they beat the They just, again, they just torched these guys. And then they murder Jeff, but in Jeff really falls. They don't really murder him. Yeah. You know... They they kind of they kind of go half pregnant on the killing of Jeff. They're trying to not make dragons on the bad guys. Right. I understand that. Yeah, they're, they're but try, yeah, they're they're trying not to. You could have made it a little bit more, more manslaughtery and less accident. Like the big the big the second big bad dying because during a fight he stepped back one step too much. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I, I think I think that was a uh, that was a deliberate choice to not make these guys look like killers. Right, and yeah. I, I get it, and that's fine, but I think there's other ways to do it. Like, you know, they get into a fight, something fall Because they're in this big warehouse-looking thing. There's piles, there's broken wood. You know, what, you fight the structure, breaks, what, it collapses. What would, have been, what would have been a cool thing, because was, this would kind of serve two purposes, right? Like, say one of, one of the cronies had a, had a gun, brought a gun, right? Which right. is, like, something you don't see in this movie at all. Right. And he tries to take a shot at Mark or something, and he misses, and he plugs... Right, and he plugs yeah. Jeff, and that that would kind of serve two purposes, right? Because it would take the blood off Dragon Sound's hands completely, and it would also talk about like the perils of gun violence, which is a point that they probably wanted to make, right? Because the whole thing. So yeah, they they had to do something. I feel like they just couldn't figure out what to do. Okay, yeah, no, I can get behind that. Um, so now we're really getting we're we're coming down to the end of this whole thing. Okay, Jeff's dead. So, so Jeff died. The Miami Ninjas are pissed. They're coming up to avenge. Yeah, Drag. He was, he got they call really, them brothers. He got really tight with these guys. Yeah. Well, he said your brother is dead. Yeah. Oh, we we, we missed the part where they 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 talked. And they oh went, at the terrible motorcycle. They club? went they went to, they went like to Daytona or something. Yeah. And um, did you notice the hat Jeff was wearing? I the, thought, the, I, Colorado outward bound. Yeah. Do you know what outward bound is? No. It's like they like for like troubled kids to go like learn how to like survive outdoors, camp and stuff. So it is actually super fitting. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. I fucking loved that. Because I actually looked I actually looked, I was I paused the movie and I was yeah. like and I Googled, is outward bound only for troubled youth? Yeah. And it is. And I was like, holy shit. So that fuck. Right. Like expand on that. I think I kinda I kinda like that they didn't. Okay. I kind of because like that they didn't. in my mind, that's how he connected with guy, other guys and kind of grew the empire in there through, you know, they sent him to Colorado. It, it makes sense. And it just, it didn't take. Right. Wow. Like, that was the thing where I was like, that's fucking awesome. Well, it was just like, why he can just found the hat of the first door. <laughs> or that's the hat Jeff was wearing that day. And they were like, oh, you're at a yeah, biker like, bar. Like, like Jeff, Jeff's wife, like, works for that camp. 
like Jeff, Maybe, like Jeff's, yeah. Jeff's wife's Jeff's yeah. wife's a social worker and like and does and like works like with troubled youths. And he's like, you oh, know, I just had this cat, this hat lighter because like it doesn't like fit him very well. No, it doesn't fit at and all. It's, it, it looks brand new, brand new, very so, like white. very. They, they could have done a. They could have done. They could have beat it up a little. Maybe bit. Maybe they didn't know what it was. Yeah, this could be honestly. This could just be a big, another fucking happy accident because I think. Because I, I, I was meaning to look up what that what that was, yeah. and I, I never did. I, I, I love um, it, but so all these bikers. But let, let's for the sake for the sake of argument, let's just say that it was a deliberate. Deliberate. It was deliberate uh, about did, delinquent and troubled youth. Yes. Okay. Instead of rehabilitating him, it helped build his empire. <laughs> um, I mean, the motorcycle. They paid these. They, they paid, just gave them beer. The motorcycle which is, people, which is maybe the least surprising thing I've ever heard in my life. And it was just. And it was just biker boobs. And Some guy just flashed it, and butt, the yeah. people in the background just like looking at the camera, but not looking at the camera. Oh, because they were like definitely dealing. They were, they were oh dealing, yeah, like, selling biker meth and just yeah, absurd amount of unnecessary boobs. Yeah, it was unnecessary. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like all right, guys. Like, and the scene went on for for a brief movie. They just lingered in this world. They must have spent a lot of money on the beer for these guys because they, like that they were like we're not spending less than seven minutes here. Yeah, it's like we we have we have bought we have bought so much beer, right? And like they like the and like so Jeff and um, Yoshito. Well, they say Jeff says, "How's business?" Like, Let's not talk about business. And then the first thing he says is, is talking talk about, about business. business." Yeah, I know. Talk about business, but, but it wasn't even like it was even like it was so forcefully. Well, what's ADR. going on with that band? <laughs> and, and yeah, so like they're just like, oh well, we have to get a thing in there somewhere. Um, but then like the then Yoshito kisses the bartender, which is like. Like how often do you go to this bar? I, I don't know. I don't know like what the Venn diagram is of ninjas and like Harley riders. I gotta think it's cocaine. I gotta think that that's the that, Yoshi, that Yoshito he's running the Central Florida cocaine game through Jeff, and that he has the cocaine from the biker world through like Daytona, and that's his connect. So he hangs that's out the Miami there. Connection. Yeah, because fucking well done. Uh, right now I'm doing the the DiCaprio point from Once Upon a Time, <laughs> but um. But you know, because the Miami Ninjas, they also are on motorcycles the entire time. Yeah. Now they're on Hondas. They're not on Harleys. Okay. But okay. I think that's fine. I don't think that's a problem. I think that's, that's fine. I think that's that's cool for what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're setting up motorcycles, so it must just be he's. I think they're just failing to do what they want to do. But what I think they want to do is set up that this guy has his. He's like kind of. This is this is another another realm of his. Of his. Yeah. Of his empire. Yeah, that's okay. how I looked at it. No, that's, and, that, and that's fine. They just spent so much time, it was just so unnecessary. But I mean, at one point, there's just some woman flashing her boobs staring at the camera for 30 seconds. <laughs> and like, I was in my house, I was like, I don't even know where to look. Like, why awkward. is the camera looking there? It was awkward. Yeah. 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 I felt like her boyfriend was going to come murder me. Like, it was just... Yeah. I didn't his, feel good about any of it. No, his boyfriend did not look happy. But that was, I mean, and I do th- even... I mean, this is going to sound stupid, but we're breaking down a movie. Totally, that was a disaster compared to the rest of the movie. Like the rest of the movie was '80s Florida. Yeah, it, it just didn't fit. It was just that was just like and there was, and dirt there was, bag Florida and <laughs> timeless dirt bag Florida. Yeah, there was no payoff to it either. Like it would be that's the other thing. If you saw like if there was Dragon Sound had to fight off some bikers, right? It would make a little bit more sense. Like, oh, okay, yeah. something, something. But it was just. Um, they just wanted a scene at the bar, and for some reason, for some reason, they could have. They wanted it boobs. It could have literally have been anywhere. Yeah, hundred percent. It could have been anywhere, and they didn't have to buy all this beer. Right. 
They could have literally walked into a bar with a handheld camera. But I think it was one of those things where, like, Wakey Kim's like, oh, no, well, these, these bikers are synonymous with right. bad guys. Exactly. And we have to... It was a very loose interpretation of, like, American culture that they really... Sure. Th- for a scene bit into and just didn't he, know he, enough of it to go full out. He heard of Hell's Angels once. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, uh, he, he held he read Hunter S. Thompson's book and was like, fucking A. I don't think this... Like, give me Hunter S. Thompson. You don't know. I, you know what? You're right. I Trying don't... to engage fully in the American culture, he you might know? be a big Hunter S. guy. I doubt it because the way he treats cocaine is like an eighth grade altar boy. Yeah. But... I don't know. Anyway... It's time. So, well, first... So, Jim uh, opens again shirtless? Shirtless and pants open again. Same look. They must have filmed it it at the same time. Get it together, Jim. I know. We want to root for you, Jim. (laughs) Uh, You're 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 on the the street. Just zip your pants up, bro. So, he, he opens up the mailbox and he gets a letter from his dad. And his dad is flying into the airport that day? That day. That night. No, the next... I'm going to be there tomorrow night. Of like hell of great timing, I know. By the ledge, to time that out perfectly. Right, it worked out. This isn't an email. But then my favorite part, Mark goes around. How much money do you have left? Not do you have, you have left. Oh, I have two hundred dollars. Oh, I have sixty. Let's all put it together to get Jim a suit. So they go get Jim a suit, and then my favorite shitty movie thing because this happened. There's there's a scene like this in every one of these movies, okay. and they're always amazing. So Mark, John, and Jim show up to the house where Jack. Tom and Jane are waiting. Jane completely over Jeff's death. They make out with John. Oh, she has no zero thoughts. remorse. Yeah. Yeah, zero, uh, zero she, sadness. She, she kisses Jim, wishes him luck. Tom wishes him luck. Jack wishes him luck. And they get back in the same car. Yeah. Barely, they were there for three minutes. So just, they pulled up to, to the house. Just the scene. Yeah. Did the scene to show that she doesn't give a fuck and left. <laughs> like, Amazing. Like, that's so good. I love how, I love in these movies how quickly people get over the death of a loved one. Yeah, and just, just the incoherent stop. Like, you could have done any, you could have done a million things. Like, have him have that new suit in a, in a uh, suit bag, whatever they're, like a travel bag. Sure. And just go inside. They do that inside while he's getting dressed. Right. Do that, and that would be completely acceptable. But instead, the, the three of them like, are... like, oh, I just drove here to just give you some lines. Right. Okay, bye. The three of them are lying, standing next to each other, shoulder to shoulder, yeah. on this grass, like, hello. Like they, don't, <laughs> like, they don't exist outside of that scene. Yeah. And then what do we say about the ninja versus dragon sound? It's a bloodletting. Yeah. This um, is like Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, so the ninjas come, and they, they Jim sh- gets sliced. He gets slashed across the chest. And YK Kim Mark... Gives just the grief scream. Oh, it's great. Jim! And then John comes in and does the same thing, just with way less emotion. Sure. But you can tell he's upset. His this, facial expressions this was, are better. This was, going into this, this was like, you can tell okay, Kim was like, okay, this is my moment. Yeah, 100%. This is my moment. This is where I'm going to fucking blow them all away yeah. with my acting. And so then Mark, because then ninjas come again, Mark, Hugs Jim, rolls him into the water. And the murky Disgusting Central Florida water. swamp water. Yeah, definitely got like, that's where you get like insects up your pee hole yeah. that never get out. But while they're, so Mark's getting Jim to safety, John just starts murdering motherfuckers. He finds a, he finds a sword and he just goes ham. Ham! Just slicing the fuck out yeah. of them. And there's, he, there's this unbelievable scene where he's bleeding. Rips his shirt. He gets sliced in the back. Bad. Yeah. 
but rips it all off blood, just screams, just the slow motion of his just angry face. Like oh, you yeah. can see he transformed with the grief. And just it's like in a video game, he took like super power he got, up. He got like the Mario star. Yeah, and just yeah. fucks it up. And then now Jim, we don't know how Jim is, but now Mark gets attacked again. And Mark stop, does not blink. And at no point is not is blinking, and at no point is not shaking for the remainder of the movie. No, Mark is like full on berserker mode. <laughs> berserker mode. That's that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, he's he is he is a unrelenting machine of death, and it is it's amazing. Amazing. Like so violent. John stabs somebody, and like blood just squirts out like. I, I like I don't even know like a super soaker like on his face he gets like he gets a blood facial <laughs> it is it's, like, it's it's such a weird and, and this is like well in the in the very beginning there's some violence right a guy's arm gets chopped off right you know and there's a few like violent this is very violent very violent and it very kind of, it kind of comes out of nowhere yeah. And they used Jim getting hurt when Jim finally about to get the wind to meet his dad. So it was like... It was, the, it was definitely the catalyst. And yeah, it feels, they, and it feels they're more... They're fighting for all orphans <laughs> to meet their dads. It, it, it was a way, it was a way for, the, the, for the violence to be justified. Yeah, and... Um, so then one ninja goes to get the big bad in the white. Who's... Yeah, wait, so, okay. I have, I have a, right, so, they're at, so they're in Miami. Right? No, they came up to Orlando. But the house, that's the same house? No, different house. He must have very it's a different similar... House? It's supposed to be, yes, because he says the Miami ninjas are coming to Orlando or something, or coming to you. It looked like the same, same house, exact house. Yeah, I know. It was a problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's in the white, but it's actually Jeff who's the, dead because... So Jeff So Jeff is now wearing the white... Yeah, because ninja. the actor's in the... South Korea. Okay. And we get Mark versus the big bad. Well, you're also missing out the part where the guy said, oh, like, we got... Oh, they, over, they're all dead, we, right? They're all dead, and then then uh, Yoshito decapitates the yeah. ninja that gave him the bad news. It was a good scene. Unnecessary decapitation. Yeah. I was disappointed <laughs> a little bit by it. Well, because like, that's the, where the blood should have been spurting up. Well, that and, like, the next dump was, like, really small. Yeah. You know, it's just... Um, that, but that's just that's just me. So, anyway, so he has the, so they had the big bad fight. With uh, with Mark and lo and behold, the payoff the payoff happens where payoff. Mark Mark th- this is a, this is a nice trope that heroes have to save face where mm-hmm. like they beat the guy not to death but they right they beat after just him. murdering thirty people right he leaves the worst guy after slaughtering yeah after slaughtering people well, you know he's because he's defenseless or something like right. that and then the guy takes out a dagger and he tries to attack Mark from behind and Mark. Takes the takes the arm and bends it, and he doesn't break it, but he bends it like in the natural way, and he stabs Yoshito with his own knife in his yep. own hand. Amazing! Um, and the reddest with, blood you've ever seen. And so that, and then he he dies instantly because that's how knives work. And <laughs> uh, after that, they have a very dramatic ride to the hospital. Very dramatic. And um, he re- Jim recovers. He's going to be okay, folks. They take him out of the hospital in his hospital gown. Like the next day, within hours. Hours. Yeah, it's hours. a very good hospital. <laughs> Great hospital. <laughs> and, no uh, other patients. No. Very efficient hospital. What makes this scene incredible is that we meet Jim's father. 
who's 10 years and younger Jim, than Jim. Jim's father might be a 14-year-old with just some flour in his hair. He's like four feet tall. Yeah, he's really small. They put him, like, old man glasses on him. Yeah, this is like when, like, the little rascals try to, like, convince people that they're older. Like, this man is not a Vietnam hero. He, he joined the Marines after 9-11. <laughs> he is... He's young. I, he's young. He's. He, I think he is younger than than. He de- he's Jim. definitely younger than him in real life. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's so. The, but he's the, also a lot shorter. Like it's bad. But he looks. He looks young. He looks very young. He looks young. Like you no could, little rascals. You nailed it. Yeah. Like you could. Maybe not. Maybe they could have branched out in the Taekwondo world. Maybe they didn't need a, a student of YK Kim's to be in this movie. They could have found an older black man right. to play Jim's father. Yeah, they could have done a lot of things, and they just chose not to. But, uh, yeah, and then but, we, but but therein lies the charm of the movie. Hundred percent. That's all. Just and I friends. wouldn't change it for the world. And I, agree I would with not you. change it for the world. And then it's over, and we get the quote: "Only through the elimination of violence can we hope for world peace." Right after murder, the good guys after slaughtered. After Mark, after Mark and John slaughter everybody. Yeah. So I think we've done a good recap of this. Just I think we, movie. we went a lot longer than we expected to. Yeah, I just think there's way more <laughs> we, to talk we, about. We were like, oh yeah, like twenty minutes. <laughs> we're an hour in. But we also did two of our categories. So now let's get through the rest of our categories. Okay. So what? Wait, what do we do? We did recommendation scene. We did synopsis and scene you'd recommend. Okay. So Grant, who is your MVP? My MVP is YK Kim. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to get fancy with it. This is his project. This, he is a reason why this is a thing. So it's, it's YK and Kim. Yeah, you're right. So my MVP, you know, I, I agree it's YK and Kim. But I want John Vincent Hirsch because, you know, he has the girlfriend. He's really the catalyst for the bad guys in. He, he holds some emotional weight in there and does right. things. And he's a good fighter. He seems he's the most competent of them all at everything, acting included. So I'm going to go, sure. you know, I'm going to go there. Um, I, no, I, I, think, I think that's very good. That's very well deserved. Yeah. What's your LVP? So, I had trouble with this because, well, really? You could argue anybody's the LVP. So yeah, I had trouble with it for different reasons, but... Right. Ahead. So, my LVP is anyone who has made it this far in this episode and has not watched this movie first. That's fair. So, it is you, it's Artie. You, if you, you <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know who in the right mind will listen to a podcast about Miami. Can I, like, I can understand listening to a podcast about, like... An Oscar winner without having heard it, but like this, I agree. Is so dumbfounding if you don't. But that's why that's my, that's that's where I went with LVP. Who's that's your LVP, Grant? Uh, mine's the 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 biker boobs. Yeah, I think that's the right answer. Yeah, that or that or the the beach scene. Again, yeah, I, I can't argue I, I with think, any of that because like LVP is going to be tough for us in this worst in this worst picture cast world <laughs> yeah. because what makes a movie bad. Is what makes it great, right? So, so like the L- problems are. So there, there, there could very well be episodes where we don't have an LVP, right? Because the LVP might be the most entertaining thing in the movie. Right. So I'm just warning you guys, yeah. right off the bat. Um, Grant, who's your participation? It's award? Angelo Gennati. Okay, I went Dragon Sound as a whole, so we're on the same exact. Yeah, page. it's uh, he, he, he was a um, a diamond in the rough. Yeah, where they got this guy who, and and I'll be honest. The songs are catchy. Catchy as fuck. They're but really catchy. I listen. I was. I listened to them. Like I put them on. I mean, on my top ten episode, that's where it started. And me and you had to kind of go back and forth between who. Was <laughs> yeah, I know. We, I was like, oh, "Are you going to use it? Should I use it? You can use it." Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Angelo Dragon yeah, Sound. Angelo Gennati. It's great. Um, so because we're the worst picture cast, but in we are truly best picture cast. So what yeah. we want to do 
is we want to connect to the movie that won the best picture that year. So our next... Or, or at least nominated. that was nominated. Yeah. yeah, so nominated or won best picture that year. Um, so the next three categories and our final three categories are all related to Oscar winners, right? This is 1988. The Oscar winner released in 1988 right. was Rain Man. Yes. So Miami Connection versus Rain Man, Grant. Would I rather watch? What would you recommend? What would you rather watch? I'd, I'd rather watch Miami Connection. Me too. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I'm going it's, Miami. And I like Rain Man. Yeah, me too. I don't love Rain Man. Yeah, I think uh, I think you and I are kind of similar on yeah, it. I just think this movie's more fun. This movie's more watchable. Oh my god, yeah. And you know what? Like, Rain Man's good, but am I always in the mood for heaviness? No. Right. So sometimes I want to watch a narcissistic South Korean man slice someone in the face with a sword. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the, that's that's yeah. the right call. Um, so the next, <laughs> yeah, there's there's no way it's not Miami. Connection. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Me too. <laughs> um, the next, we're doing an actor swap. Yes. So we're taking a movie again, nominated this year. So the 1988 year, the Rain Man year. So yeah, they, the 89 Oscars. 89 Oscars. Yeah. Swapping out. So the actor in Dragon Sound is playing that role, and that actor from whatever movie is playing the role in our movie. Yes. What'd you do, Grant? Well, I went with one that was nominated. Okay. So I'm I'm swapping Jeff. Okay. With Harrison Ford, who was in Working Girl, that was nominated. <laughs> Harrison Ford in Miami Connection would be the best fucking thing on the planet. That would be amazing. With just like his finger pointing, but and he'd be just... actually he'd be scary. Yeah, and that was and that was like mid that was late eighties Ford. This was like just before Last Crusade. You know what I mean? And like, oh man, I love like that. the whole like leave my sister alone, right? With like his finger point, yeah. his Harrison Ford finger point. I feel like that would be that's. I feel like that would be. And he'd also just be bigger than them. Sure. And and also William Urgle in Working Girl, Girl like is. hooking up with uh, Melanie Griffith is really funny to me too. Yeah, that's funny. The the reverse is usually the funnier one. <laughs> All right, so I, I swapped out Jeff too. Okay, but I I went Rain Man, and what I did was I did the older brother swap. So I put William Urgle, yeah. not the older brother, the brother swap. Sorry. Yeah. So I did the brother swap. William Urgle, Jeff, in Rain Man, that was Raymond Tom Cruise character. Okay. And Tom Cruise as the brother, because I just thought about instead of so still staying with that height with the with the height differential. I'm, still, I'm, you know, I'm going with the short guy, and I was thinking the one scene I couldn't think in my head is the second the fight the daytime fight when Jeff was like cops instead of getting the car that could have been a perfect Tom Cruise running for no reason moment. That's true, and you need one of those, and that'd be amazing. Watching everybody else drive around and their and just Tom Cruise is Jeff just sprinting with his feather earring dangling down. Yeah, and he, like Tom Cruise, like he's crazy enough where he actually get his ear pierced too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we didn't talk about that earring. That earring's fucking badass. Badass earring, and like Jeff really pulled it off. Yeah, and it could have gone real wrong. Yeah, he really yeah. pulled it off. I'm like sincerely. I agree. It worked. I'm it very impressed. Really- it really I'm worked. a big Jeff fan. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my switch. All right. <laughs> so now here's the $20 million question. This is the big one. What would this movie look like to you if it had a $20 million budget? So, uh, so just to be clear, everything else is the same, right. right? The script is the same. The cast is the same. Mostly. Yeah, he could switch in. You know, if he, if some, some people might want to bring in a big name. All right. So, 20- but mostly the same. Like, I'm, I thought more in like production value. Sure. 
All right. So what would what would the what would be different for you? So YK Kim, it's about his friends, right? Mm. The cast is all the same. The writers are all the same. The yeah. crew is all the same. Where I thought it would be permits, shots. Yeah. Like the because that that last fight should have been done at night. Ninjas do not work during the day. They're not functioning. Guys in covered head to toe in black do not work if there's no shadows. You need shadows for a ninja sure. to be. So that fight would have been a lot cooler at yeah. nighttime. So I think there would have been nighttime stuff. I think there would have been like that's where I thought just the, the visuals would have been way better and more cohesive. Yeah. Um, because like YK Kim's not gonna bring a guy to clean up the script like he should have. A, like someone's gonna punch it up or a script yeah, doctor. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'll, I'll, yeah, I love like a Carrie Fisher right, like script doctor. Yeah, so, you know, so we're not getting that. So I think it would just look a lot better. Yeah, I agree. I think um, twenty million dollars goes a long, very very long way yeah. for uh, production value. It's um, they can actually like make sets. Sets would be nice, and they could have like a controlled environment, and they could, they wouldn't. And you know what? In, honestly, twenty million dollars gets you a lot more money for reshoots. Oh, so that's a good call. So you're not doing forced ADR that kind of comes out of nowhere and doesn't really make any sense. That's a great call. Uh, and costumes. Costumes also, I'm yeah. just, as we're talking. Yeah. yeah. So there's a $20 million would go a long way. It's sad to say, but it would be worse. Way worse. A 20, way worse. $20 million budget. This movie was probably was as well made as it needed to be to be fun. And I think that's why we love it. Yeah. If, yeah, because like there, there's a weird there's a weird like plateau area. Yeah, and I'll I'll probably draw the graph and put it on uh, our our social. And it's like you have like a really bad movie, and then it gets a little bit better, but it doesn't like, but it's not fun. And it's not right. good. There's it's charm just, like, and the weird, shittiness. There's just like this weird right. in between. Yeah. There's like this valley. It's not good, and it's not fun. Right. And so it's just boring. Right. You lose the charm. And once you lose the charm, what are we yeah. doing with some of these? But you mentioned social media because, you know, you could find us on Best Picture Cast. We're super interactive. But Grant yes. also, you know, made us a Twitter. So, Grant, what's I our did. Twitter? It's Worst. Uh, you can search us for Worst Picture Cast or it's um, Worst Pick Cast. Worst Pick Cast. P-I-C. Worst. Uh, W-O-R-S-T. P-I-C. C-A-S-T. And we ju- we literally just started it. We ha- we don't have any tweets. We- By the time this airs, we'll have a couple right. promoting this episode. Yeah, and, and like I that. think we're gonna uh, do a little NWO style takeover for the Best Picture Cast for the first you know the first intro to get everybody. Yeah, we'll see us. We'll see how we do it. But you know, we're active. We're around. We're on you know Best Picture Cast on everything. Um, worst pick Worst Pick Cast. We'll we're out there. We're gonna be. You know, as interactive as we've ever been. You know, we're easy to get in yeah. touch with. If if you have any questions, if you have if you have a movie you want to recommend to us, we're on. We would love we would love to hear it. Yeah, it's, it's it's this is this is something that new to us. We're a little bit nervous about it. Yeah, but we just we're just kind of here to have fun. We're just kind of here to party. Yeah, we want to do this a little different. You know, and just have fun, do movies, and I mean, holy shit, Grant, we just finished Miami Connection. It's amazing. How do you feel? I feel good about it. I feel great. I feel great it's about it. Awesome. Um, and that's I'm super yeah. happy. That was that was a blast. <laughs> that was everything I wanted to be. You know, we hit everything. I think, I think we've shown that we, we, we are. We in, left no stone stone unturned. Yeah, and I think um, love love us or hate us, we we're gonna go deep on everything we do. Oh yeah, and you know luck, you know, and I, th- I think that's part of our charm. <laughs> you know what? This episode's still like half the time of our regular 100%. BBC episode, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, no, I think uh, we don't need three hours of Miami Connection. That's, no, I think ninety that's minutes torture. is. 
yeah, I think 90 I, minutes yeah. is perfect. <laughs> but this was um, awesome. But before we go, I also want to... Um, a big difference between us and Best Picture Cast is the theme song. Right. We have, uh, we have a theme song that, um, that, I, that I wrote and I recorded with um, Anthony, who is, if you've listened to Best Picture Cast, myself, Kieran, and Artie have talked about being in a band in high school. And he is the drummer that we've, that we've talked about, who is much more talented than we are. <laughs> um, so he helped me record it, and um, he plays the lead guitar on it. He's like the Angelo Giannotti of it. You can find him on Spotify under Kid Retro, and it's um, it's good music. It's like a, kind of like a rock, funk, pop kind of hip hop thing. It's uh, it's real, real tasty. It's good. So if you want to check him out, that's good. And um, maybe on one of the songs, maybe I'm on there spitting a few bars on one of the songs. But uh, you check that out if that's what you crave. So yeah, su- support everyone involved. That's that's a beautiful thing. That's what we do. That's what we've always done. That's what we're here for. Yeah, so um, this was a lot of fun. So thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, thank you for making this far. And, you know, like like I said before, we'd love to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you. So good evening. This is the Worst Picture Cast. <laughs>